Rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast. A Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Cosmic Force Happy Star Wars week, everybody. Uh, it was a very uh, fun day yesterday. Uh, hopefully everybody's wallets are uh, are being are okay. Uh, happy Revenge of the Fifth or, or Revenge of the Sixth. And if, if you celebrate it tomorrow, I'm not really sure what everybody does. But uh, we're here tonight and we're going to talk some Star Wars comics. And I'm here with the usual gang tonight. Emma, how's it going? Happy Revenge of the Fifth. Yes, happy Revenge of the Fifth, everyone. Happy belated May the 4th. Um, I had a blast yesterday. It was um, a lot of purchasing things. Um, I want to shout out Eric Eilerson, who bought some stuff for me when I was having some hard times, like finding some stuff and free shipping wouldn't apply and yada, yada, yada. It was a pain. Thank you, Eric, for making sure I got those Funkos. Um, it was fun and Bad Batch. I mean, what else is yes. there to say? <laughs> we can't. Yeah, yeah. Bad Batch was amazing. Caleb, how are how are you? How how is your wallet doing uh, the day after um, May the fourth? Good, good. I'm kind of waiting for things to kind of settle down. You know, see if there's things I really want. I like to put things into like carts and organize them. And then, like, if towards the end of the sale, if I still can't live without it, then I purchase it. And in case you're wondering, it is both Revenge of the Fifth and Revenge of the Sixth because remember, sis always go in pairs to there you two. go that's what i like to hear <laughs> all right uh and the last member of our team tonight jacob now jacob i know you i i know you had a you had a rough day yesterday with your with your lightsaber i did disney store mm -hmm. episode but besides that how was your star wars day um it could have been worse yeah i mean honestly it might have been a blessing disguise and the fact that i didn't drop almost 400 dollars on lightsabers <laughs> um but i got some mugs and that's always a good thing even though i don't have any room for those in my in my cupboard but it's fine everything's Fs fine and i also definitely did not get up at 3 a.m eastern time to check the merch drop that only ended up being a couple of t-shirts so it's great everything's fine. yeah i but hey bad batch was good and uh, we did the Patreon hangout with uh, the with night at the opera. That was a lot of fun. So yes, yes. For those of you who are not a, a member of our Patreon, a, some of our staff last night did a our quarterly night uh, at the opera event, where our staff gets to hang out with some of our uh, higher tier, some of our Patreons, and kind of just hang out. Uh, and they did a a, a watch along with uh, Bad Batch, and uh, and I heard that was a, that, that that was a great time. Um, but yes, this is. The Cosmic Force, and we are part of the Utini Podcasting Network. We broadcast live right here on youtube.com slash Utini every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. And if you can't join us live, that's okay. Our videos are up anytime you want here on YouTube. And I have officially, officially confirmed we are now on all podcast networks that you can think of, whether it's Spotify, whether it's uh, Apple Podcasts, whether it's Google Podcasts, we are there. So... 
subscribe to us, download, listen, leave some comments. We we all appreciate that. Um, and and uh, continue to share to, to, to share the love. Uh, like I said, we are part of the Utini Podcast Network. What is Utini? You you may ask if you are new to the show. Well, Utini is a community of positive fans that share our love for the greater Star Wars universe. Novels, comics, audio dramas, and everything in between. If you love Star Wars and you have been looking for a community of people to share that love with in a positive way, well, Utini is that place. You can find the link to our Discord server with almost 1,000 members in the show notes, and uh, we'll drop it in the chat as well. If you like what you see and you want to say thanks, head over to our Patreon channel that we were just talking about uh, at patreon.com slash Utini, where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community involvement uh, events like the Night at the Opera last night. So... Like I said, we had a, a little event last night. I was not able to, to go, but we did watch. I did was able to watch Bad Batch. And uh, overall, I loved it. What is everybody's overall thoughts? Uh, let, let, let's go around the room and just say what our overall thought is. And then we're going we're gonna to talk about one uh, subject in particular after that. But uh, Caleb, uh, what was your thoughts on, on, bad, on the first episode of Bad Batch? I was very excited, you know, it's, you know, I feel like the trope of having, like, a, a the team of cool guys to cool badasses is a little maybe overdone, especially in Star Wars, but I was very happy. I'm glad that he has some internal drama, you know, Omega, my wife was, like, squealing with delight every time she opened her mouth. There's a lot of really great moments, like, you know, like, if you were noticed during the prison bake break uh escapade omega was doing everything she could to mimic hunter in her actions and yeah. how she was moving so there's a lot of really good like details and characterization so it's in great hands i'm excited to see where this goes yes uh jacob what were your, what were your thoughts yeah i i really enjoyed it it was i think like one of the first things that hit me was the just hearing the classic clone war style voiceover when the episode started like that, you know, that deep booming voice was so nostalgic. Like even though, like I'd watch, you know, Clone Wars season seven was what a year ago now, two years, yeah, yeah a year, a year ago. Yep. Yeah. I can't remember. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Although <laughs> uh, we all know how how long ago that feels. <laughs> uh, but just hearing that that like classic voiceover and seeing this animation style come back was, I don't know. I think it's just exactly what I needed right now. So I, I love the series so far. Yeah, and to see those scenes from the movies in the animation i thought that was that was a really cool easter egg uh emma what was your favorite part of last night yeah overall the first first show awesome awesome stuff the animation was solid omega's a great new character um the batch is back and and i love that and um yeah really solid episode overall great action um only mostly positive things to say about it which uh, you know we'll talk about a little something later but uh yeah i overall really liked it yeah i think uh that is the overall feeling in the utini community um there's a lot of discussions the bad batch uh discord channel was is still right now uh extremely active uh, and that's really because of one uh, part in particular that that especially has to do with uh, this show right here and 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 comics. So uh, we 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 talked a little bit pre- before the show and leading in, in between yesterday and today, and we we thought that uh, we needed to 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 at least talk about it a, in, in a little bit uh, for a little bit of time. So uh, for those of you, if if you have not watched this episode, watched this yet, we have a a five minute timer. We are going to talk spoilers for Bad Batch for five minutes. 
So skip ahead five minutes in your in your about like five and a half minutes in in your audio feed. And Jacob, you said for the, our video listeners tonight, once they see the, the the pull list back up on the the screen, that's when we've moved on, correct? Yeah, when you see me in a cover of uh, War of the Bounty Hunter next to my face, that's a good time to unmute. Okay, so now that we've given you everybody uh, the the little spoiler warning, let's talk about Kanan. Or Caleb Doom, I guess, is 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 how how we should uh, talk to him about uh, in regards to last night. Uh, there was a, a very surprise cameo last night in in the very opening uh, parts of Bad Batch. We saw the the tragic scene of of Caleb Doom and 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 his uh, his master um, Depa Balaba, um, and, and and that scene was uh, was very tragic, but uh, it was a little bit different. Uh, then the Kanan comic that came out uh, in what, Jake, 2016, I believe? Uh, 2015, 2015. actually, if I remember correctly. So, uh, so, Jacob, why don't you kind of kind of go give a little overview as, as exactly, because you're a lot more concise than I am, about why this has been such a, such a sticking point for some people. Yeah, so for those who haven't read the Kanan comic, it's a 12-issue, I guess, maxi-series is that what you call it, and it's it's very, very solid. I know a lot of people really love that series. It tells, uh, it's a like split timeline, kind of like Thrawn Alliance-style book, where it goes between a mission with Kanan during like the course of the Rebel series, as well as Caleb Doom at like the very end of the Clone Wars, with like the it's like the like last couple battles, Order sixty six, and how he escapes and kind of starts his new life. And in that miniseries, it tells you or shows you how the Order sixty six goes down. Um, obviously, his master dies, he escapes, the clones did it, and they were on collar, which is how. The, which if I just tell you that, that's exactly what you saw on right. uh, was it Wednesday. But, it, I, I mean, the broad strokes are all the same, but the details are different. Depa Blabla has a different color lightsaber, which, uh, from what I've heard, that has changed a lot. Um, the clones that killed them look completely different. Obviously, the Bad Batch was not there in the comic book. The planet looked different. The situation around the whole, like, when they died was different. So, naturally, a lot of people got upset. Um, it's similar to the Ahsoka Siege of Mandalore uh, situation that happened last year, similar to how Cobb Vanth's story wasn't exactly the same as what we saw in Aftermath. It's just we're seeing instances of the TV shows taking excerpts from our the written works, whether that's comics or novels, adapting them, but not being totally true to that source material, and that causes a little friction in the community. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I think it's it's important to say that that it's it's okay to be upset about this if you've read the comic. Um, I know I was. It was one of the first things I thought about in the show, um, and I don't like to be that person that is such a a, a stickler to the the canon sort of timeline. And, and I didn't feel that way about Cop Vanth. Um, however, it was hard for me not to be. Uh, disappointed in the lack of right. continuity between the, the the comic and the show um, just because there are such major differences literally I mean the only things that are the same is the name of the planet and the people involved uh, just the Jedi involved not even the clones were the same and I, I think why we wanted to talk about this so early on is because it's important that 
you can still be disappointed. However, we can still look at the the Bad Batch as a whole um, and appreciate that. And additionally, not harass people that made it for you know not paying attention to comics or whatever that may be. There's ways that we can critique what happened without being negative. Absolutely. Like comics have seemed to have a long history of being filling in cracks mm-hmm. until they're no longer needed and then they're just being discarded. So that level of I'm not going to say disrespect, but like this medium that we love is constantly being seen as kind of the B list of canon. It's a little grating, but overall, canon is still a good story. Mm. Oh, right. I haven't actually read it, but I'm assuming 90% of the story is still there and it's Absolutely. still a good story. So you can still, I'm be, I will be reading it this week with any luck. So, you know, it's still something you can enjoy. It's not something we have to throw out, but I think it's part of our fan, you know, we shouldn't be harassing people, but we should definitely make the comics a real source of a lot of people's enjoyment and a lot of people's, you know, love of Star Wars so that they're seen as a higher form, essentially. I think one of the biggest, the, I think one of the biggest reasons people are so upset is, I mean, one, there's the whole deal with, hey, we got, we had Legends so we can have a more concise like and like accurate canon. Uh, but the other thing is, this was so easy to avoid. Yeah. Like you could have used literally any other Jedi or you could just like slightly tweak the scene and it would kind of still fit. Like you could still have bad batch just on the periphery and you know, they show up and it still looks the same as the comic, but I, I don't know. I get it. I think the, I think at times like this, it's important to fall back on the Utini fan code. Like it's okay. To, like for instance, it's okay to say like, I don't like Empire Strikes Back. It's not okay to say Empire Strikes Back sucks. <laughs> right. And it ruined Williams the is the worst. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No one wants to hear that. We're not, that's not why we're here. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be a little critical, but it's not okay to start tearing people down because they didn't do exactly what you wanted. Whatever your thoughts are, you're allowed to have them. And 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 you are and, and you're and that position needs to be respected by everybody. And, and I want to call out the uh, the Discord uh, community, our, our Discord community, because they're having a lot. Of, they're like I said, they're still talking about it as of about thirty minutes ago. Um, but everybody's being respectful. Uh, everybody, they're, 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 nobody's gotten personal. Everybody, I mean, and there are people that are like, no, I strongly disagree with with, with your, your your position. And there are some people that are that are, are are firmly on each side of the aisle. But they're all being being respectful. Uh, nobody's getting personal, and that's that's kind of the way that we that 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 we as a, as a community uh, kind of strive to 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 do. You if you, we disagree, but at the end of the day, it's more Star Wars, and and that's that's the important thing. So. That's all that, that we're going to talk about it, uh, unless more shows up on Friday, and then maybe we'll talk about it again next week. Um, um, really quickly, I would like to point out something that Blind Fates said in the chat yes. uh, that I found Go very interesting. Um, they say, you could view it as the Kanan comic being the way that Kanan remembers it, being Order 66. Um, the comic is technically a flashback as Kanan recalls the events. That's what they're doing. Um, and I like that way of thinking. You, know, you could sort of like like do those sort of... I hate to say mental gymnastics because it's not really that, but you could you could think about it in those different types of ways if it makes you feel better. You know, um, th- there's definitely tons of ways to sort of re- rectify it in your head um, if that's the type of thing that helps you out. So I just wanted to point that out. It's a it's a great great thought. That's that's my low bar that I set for myself. If there is some sort of plausible explanation, I'll go with it. That's okay. That's fine. That's you know what? If somebody says that's his way of, of, of remembering it, 
I can accept that. That makes enough sense for me to be able to move on, and 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 then and then then we go on and enjoy it. We enjoy it. So, um, who knows? Friday we have another episode, and uh, I hope it's as it's as uh, great as the first episode was. Um, but now we're gonna get back into talking comics, uh, and we're gonna do that by talking about the weekly pull list. So, Jacob, what do we have in uh, our comic stores today? Yeah, we have two comics that came out today uh the first is from marvel that's war of the bounty hunters alpha number one uh writer is charles Sol- uh soul the pencils are by steve mcniven uh covers also by steve mcniven the colorist is laura martin and the letterer is travis lanham and really quickly if you're confused by the whole alpha number one it uh thing it's just it's just a one shot just ignore the alpha it's the but war of the bounty hunters one shot if that makes it easier for you not after uh, number the, one because when i first saw it, i was like wait is that a typo no it's alpha no, it's <laughs> alpha uh the next is the high republic adventures number four from idw uh the writer is daniel jose older and the ar- artist is harvey tolabao and uh one quick thing i want to talk about we talked about it last week um but the uh, the sale on Comixology is still going on for one more day. This is the May the Fourth sale. Legends is on a steep discount. Ninety-five percent off. It's it's amazing. Is ninety? Yeah, it's ninety-nine cents to a dollar ninety-nine, depending on what you get. Um, there is also sales for Canon and the Star Wars Adventures line. It's not quite as much of a sale, but it's still a, a big discount. And all of those links as well as links to the issues that came out today, are in the YouTube description down below. Uh, a real quick uh, question from the chat. Uh, Andrew asked if the Alpha is uh, sometimes called an annual. Uh, not quite. An annual is it's it's similar. So an annual, it's kind of what it sounds like. It is an annual issue that will come out for, a seri- for an ongoing series. For instance, uh, Star mm-hmm. Wars, uh, once a year, the Star Wars line will put out an annual it is a standalone-ish issue mm-hmm. that kind of takes usually will like take place outside of the current arc, uh, but will often have things that will relate to something that like it'll usually be referenced in later uh, material. And it's so usually it's, a lot longer, like fifty pages, right? It's I don't know, not quite fifty, but yeah, it's it's usually significantly longer and like a buck more. Expensive yeah, I was gonna say it's usually I know it's usually um a little bit more expensive, not not significantly, but yeah. Jacob's right. It's about a dollar more, maybe a dollar fifty more, depending on the cover price. So yeah, that is that is what is going to be out this week. So make sure you pick those up. Uh, War of the Bounty Hunter Alpha was great. Uh, no spoilers here yet. Um, I'm I, I'm waiting to get to my local comic store to pick up High Republic Adventures number four. Um, but yes, cannot wait for War of the Bounty Hunters, and that's what we're going to talk about later tonight. So stay tuned for that. Uh, now we're going to talk about what we are loving this week. And and I'm going first. And in honor of the Bad Batch and in honor of the discussions uh, that, that that were had by that, I decided to go ahead and read the six issues of Kanan that I purchased way back in 2015 and never read. So um, I was able to, to pick it up. And this is right off the bat, Kanan number one. Um, this is just an awesome shot. It's it, it, it's it was it's an action shot. It's got Kanan and Depa right there in the middle of the action, um, and it's just it's it's really cool. And and to to have this kind of be the kickoff, um, what's what's very interesting. What's something that I've that I've learned is this is kind of how each of these books. I have the six of them. I've read five of them so far. Um, each book has a really nice 
double spread uh, uh, image to start off the the book. So uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I and I'm thankful for for Bad Batch that uh, to have bring this up so that I could go back and enjoy this. So uh, that's why what I'm loving and that's what I'm reading this week. Uh, Emma, what about you? Yeah, so I was sort of flipping through some comics that I remembered had some really standout art. And I thought of the Princess Leia series. So this is from Princess Leia number two with art by Terry Dodson. Uh, I really like his art style, um, kind of with the sort of softer features. Uh, And this shows um, Leia uh, seeing uh, some art of her mother, Padme, um, when she's on Naboo. And uh, she's on Naboo looking for survivors of Alderaan. The whole premise of that series is really awesome, and I highly recommend uh, reading it if you haven't. I think, you know, it's one of the uh, sort of more underrated little mini series that I can think of. And um, I really enjoy it. The art is great. Highly recommend. Um, Caleb, how about you? Um, I would, this one comes from Star Wars 2020 issue number three. I just, I really love the layout of this issue. Uh, it has all our three protagonists of the main series going back to Bespin. So you see on the top row, Luke going back to the area where he lost his hand, Leia going back where she lost uh, Han, and the bottom row, uh, Lando, where he lost essentially Lobot. I just love the color differences from the blue to the red to the green. You can kind of see like there's a gradient there and I just love the layout of how it looks like in the middle panel the stairs are going up and they lead to that uh that crosswalk in the middle and then the hole going down kind of lines up with that hole where Lobot is. You know a lot of very I would like to think intentional art decisions Mm -hmm. here. I just loved how that you know massive spread really uh popped out the colors the the eye lines really really good stuff jacob what have you been watching uh so my art uh, i i'm kind of repeating what i did last week i got another one from the star wars 2015 line this is from issue number 52 uh with art by salvador la Roca. it's the very end of the issue and it's a shame that i cropped out the text because it is <laughs> such a cool moment it's it's this is like the the battle uh Makota. This is like the rebels are like getting absolutely destroyed, and like their ships don't work, and they can't deploy fighters, and they finally find a way to get their fighters out of the ship. And what do we see? This is the formation of Rogue Squadron in canon, and it's such a cool moment, and such a like intense battle. Uh, because Vader's out there too, of course, in his Tie Fighter. That I don't know. I love this moment. Um, it just, like this whole just this whole arc. I uh, like the like the whole like two arcs between this and hope yeah this is hope dies and like that and the the uh, siege of Moncala, it's it's some crazy action mm-hmm. it's high intensity, and in addition so in addition to this art I just want to show off a few quick uh, uh, acquisitions of comic books I got recently so I did end up getting uh, this beautiful cover uh, for High Republic number four this like watercolor style. Um, of uh, Avar Chris, beautiful. Uh, love that. Love that. I got that from is that, I think it was Frankie's comics. Uh, and then this other one, I talked. We talked about it last week. I just had to pick it up. And this is the Vader Down number one variant cover from Phil Noto uh, that has yeah Doctor Afra and Darth Vader and Triple Zero and BT One. Uh, yeah, I I love I love the like homage kind of style covers. So 
that is my art of the week. And uh, after that, we have our community submissions. Absolutely, yeah. The winner this week was the one and only Milk Dud with his uh, art from Django Fett Open Season number two. Uh, this is a Legends comic. Is this the first Legends uh, fan submission to be featured here? I think I'm like so. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, so congratulations, so. Milk Dud. You win yourself a comic code. We will contact you about that shortly. But... I think what he mentioned here is it's just fun to see Mandalorian armor in a lot of different situations. We get to see it, you know, battle damage and mud stain, and it's just an iconic moment as Jango Fett loses his mentor and fodder figure here. But like the um, the artwork's really dynamic. I said just being able to see Mandalorian armor in any form is always a great great time. Yeah, one one quick correction. Correction: There is still a chance. I am doing the um, omnibus, the Legends omnibus thing. Uh, if milk, the only problem is I don't think Milk Dud is in Discord, and I don't think he's in the live chat right now. And the sale ends tomorrow, so I will try and find a way, maybe through Timothy. I know he's a pa- I, I think I'm pretty sure Milk Dud's a patron. I will try and get a hold of you, and if I can get a hold of you before tomorrow, you will get a Legends omnibus. If not, you might just get a comic code. But it's still hey, it's free comics, so. I mean, it's a win-win either way. Hit us up. Yeah, so very good selection this week. I love that series. Um, talked about it uh, with the Legends Look Back crew a few weeks ago. Um, I was really blown away by how much I loved it, actually, because I'm not, I'm not normally like a huge um, sort of Boba Fett, Jango Fett type of gal, but lately uh, they've been getting into the soft spots of my heart, and I love it. <laughs> All right, so Tyler, what have you been reading? Right lately. So I've been, like I said earlier, I I was able to read uh, five issues of Kane of the Canaan comic. Uh, I am now completely caught up with Bounty Hunters. Um, I guess I I even though the cover came out, I guess I hadn't read uh, the Bosk issue of uh, of Bounty Hunters because that was in my pull list this week at, at my comic store. So I re- read that. I'm all caught up on on uh, Vader after last week's amazing uh, issue, uh, and I've got let's see, I've got two more uh, issues of Doctor Afra to uh, to read. I've got issue eight here. I've got issue nine here. These are the these these are what's next, are, are what's next on my uh, on on my list. And uh, I've also kind of broken out this bad boy. Um, this was also at my, my my local comic store. This is the Star Wars Fiction Collection. Uh, it's a bunch of legends, short stories from the Star Wars Insider uh, book. It's got stories by Timothy Zahn, Christy Golden, Matthew Stover. Um, I believe we have a. Uh, I know that we have a book profile on this. Do we have a review out on this uh, on the site? I don't believe so. Um, we have a video that I did with yes, uh, that's with Trev, what it is. Um, and it describes mm-hmm. uh, what Star Wars Insider is, what this fiction collection is. So if you're not familiar with that stuff, um, Trev sort of breaks it down for us, and uh, it was a lot of fun to to sort of get to ask him some uh, some questions and pick his brain about Star Wars Insider. Even if you're not into Legends, just just pick it up just because of how beautiful it is. I, yeah, I mean, it's a I mean, book. I know there's a little there's a little bit of glare in there, um, but it's just it is a it is a nice looking book. Uh, so yeah, really looking forward to continuing to continuing to read that. So uh, that is what I am reading. Emma, what are you reading this week? I uh, my life is crazy, and uh, <laughs> so I haven't really been reading anything except for the the two new issues that came out 
uh, today. I read those this morning, but uh, I just finished my semester of college today, and so I will have much more free time. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm I'm excited. I need a break uh, because of COVID and the new scheduling type of stuff. We didn't have any breaks whatsoever, so we just went like straight through from. January and I am exhausted. So I'm going to be reading some, uh, I think I'm going to pop open my uh, Star Wars archives book, which was kind of uh, what has kept me going throughout the semester. I I told myself I won't open it until I submit my last assignment. And that occurred today. So I'll be reading that uh, next week. And I might be reading some, some more comics that I got from the sale. I bought every single Legends comic (laughs) from the sale because uh, (laughs) you can't resist a sale. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing a bunch more reading next week, and hopefully we'll have a, a much more interesting report for you guys uh, next week. Um, it's Caleb, a lot easier to spend $150 when you see that your savings is over $1,100. It's true. It's true. And I even got some, some Canon ones that I was missing. Uh, I spent, I think, just under $200 with like a $1,300 savings. You can't not do it, right? <laughs> no, no. I, that's that, that's amazing. Yeah, it was great. Felt good. Felt good. Um Caleb, what are you reading? Like a closing business sale. Uh, what am I reading? <laughs> I'm going through, I'm getting ready for War of the Bounty Hunter. So I want to be nice. caught up and ready for that. So I'm going through the 2020 uh, mainline series. So I pretty much caught up on that with some great moments from C-3PO and getting some Poe Dameron backstory. So that's been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying that a lot. Um, it's a lot like, mainline is kind of like a vanilla ice cream cone there's a lot of really good things in there maybe you know it's a great crowd pleaser maybe not everyone's number one favorite but like when you want some star wars it's it's hard to pass that up just some good classic stuff plus it stars lando who's one of the best like dynamic characters to add into this bunch as he's just still a lot more charming a lot more you know conniving than han solo could ever be so 2020 uh, Star Wars, a l- very, very good, written by Charles Soule, so everything is tying together very nicely. Yeah, Jacob, what have you been catching up on? So, I, I've, I've read War of the Bounty Hunters Alpha already. Mm-hmm. I've not had a chance to read High Republic Adventures number four. I have it behind me. I, just, I was busy today and haven't gotten to it, but I'll probably read that after tonight's show. Uh, but I've been continuing on with my release order read-through. I've gotten into 2019 now, which means I have finished Dark Lord of the Sith. Nice. Oh, oh my <laughs> yeah. god, that's so yeah. good. I it, it makes me want to. The ending of that makes me want to go play Vader Immortal again, just because there are some some similarities in theme uh, there, uh, with like his end goals or his goals on Mustafar that kind of carries over into that video game. Uh, so I want to play that again now, having read this series. Uh, but yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I can uh, definitely. There's a reason why uh, it, that was on the foundational five. Um, so, yeah, it. Yeah, wow. All right, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we There's, we we. I don't know where to go. We try there. we try not to be too Vader biased here, but Vader is just such a damn good book. I, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter which iteration that you're that you're reading. It's it is top uh, of the line comic reading. So so tonight we are talking crossover event now for those of you who who are not uh not into con- or still getting getting up to speed on comics we're gonna kind of give a little bit of an overview of what exactly a crossover event is the the history of, of of crossover events outside of the star wars universe the the very small history that we've had within the universe and then we'll end the show tonight talking about everything that is coming out for war of the bounty hunter um 
So we'll start off right there at the very top. And 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 what exactly is a crossover event? And and Caleb, I I, I want to toss this question over to you first. Uh, so so kind of tell our, our our audience here what is a crossover event? Um, it's essentially a um, it's a way for many concurrent mainline series to meet together, mix together, and have a long story. Uh, long-form story told between multiple issues of multiple series so you know it's they're you know it's pretty well marked on every single issue that's coming out and each one is a self-sufficient story so it's easy for people to jump in between the comics and get the full story uh but essentially you know if you want to be very cynical it's a way for to for people to uh, expand out your uh stories and have to buy more comic books but it's a good way for like various writers and big events to happen in uh, star wars and you know marvel and dc universes so that they can affect everything at once so it's a single story arc carried over a long you know couple of three four different ish series right right yeah yeah i mean in our in in the current instance where i'm sure we'll see afra do her own thing with her own characters, but it's still going to be connected to the same story that's going to be going on in mainline. It's still going to be connected to the same story that's going on in Vader, um, and and it's and I think that's really cool, and it, and it's really an opportunity to, if you're not reading all the different books, it's a really great opportunity for you to learn uh, what the each what who are these these other what what these other books are and what they, who the characters are. Um, Emma, what uh, have you had a chance to 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 read any of the uh, additional uh, both our uh, canon uh, Star Wars uh, crossover events? I have, yeah, I've read both of them. Uh, there's there's two. Um, I would, I think we're all in agreement that they're kind of like you know weaker crossover events in their scale, not not in their story. Um, uh, this is uh, Vader Down and uh, the Screaming Citadel, uh, which were only what uh, five issues each of a crossover I, event um i think six six five or six yeah uh which is um let's see six uh six times smaller than war of the bounty hunters <laughs> <laughs> so um you know a little bit of a difference there a little bit um i have read both i i do like when when uh characters from one series sort of cross paths with another it's a lot of fun uh to see them interact and i'm I'm sure we'll talk about them a little bit more in depth uh in a little bit yeah these these these, these books these events they're they're huge in comics uh they're 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 newer in star wars but but if you if, if we take a step out of of our favorite galaxy for a moment uh star Comics events are huge in 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 Marvel and in DC. Uh, they traditionally happen happen in in the summertime. Um, I was not. I actually. I I've, I'd heard that Jacob. I know that. I know that you've you've mentioned that a lot. Do we? I haven't done any research. Wasn't able to find anything. Granted, I wasn't researching that that element. But do we know why the summertime? Um. This is okay. I'm a completely speculate but my understanding is it's just like you know it's the summertime blockbuster but in comic books. Gotcha. You're, you know, you're trying to draw on new readers, like younger kids are not in school. You know, you're just looking for anything to, to yeah, just attract new people to your comic book because, you know, you might find, you might get someone who's never read comic book. Probably not. But what you're really looking for is, let's say I read Superman and Superman's crossing over with like the Green Lantern and Wonder Woman and Batman and all these different books. If I would read that event, maybe I find I really like Batman and now I'm starting to pull Batman too. And now you've doubled, you're basically doubling your money on me every week. So 
that's I mean that's my understanding. It's just yeah, I, like it's it's a great way to get new readers in to get readers into more of your stuff. And the summertime, I feel like it's just a good time to try and make those connections with people. They're getting out of the house a little bit more. They're not as, yeah, younger readers aren't in school. That that's at least how I've seen it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, you know, back in the day, in the day when uh, we didn't have the internet, and, and you were going down to your local comic book store all the time, you could you know really expand your expand your your the, the number of books that you were reading, and uh, the 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 history of of crossover events that modern now now that this is a that when I when we say I say history, I'm talking about the modern sort of you know past the golden age uh, into the, the the mid '80s and 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 current. Uh, the first major star, uh, crossover event uh, happened in Marvel, and it was actually from May 1984 through April 1985, and it was called Secret Wars. Um, it's there've been a couple of different. Th- th- this is I don't believe this is the Secret Wars that everybody's talking about that might be uh, making its way into the MCU. Um, I believe that that there's like three sequel secret yeah. wars because there's the 80s secret wars then there's the 80s secret wars 2 and then there was like a 2014 2015 ish secret wars some something like that so yeah yeah it's it's happening so times. yeah it, it it allowed people to to crawl you know to this was the first book where or first event where where major marvel characters crossed over and and, and interacted with each other um and probably it, it, at least from my somewhat better than elementary education when it comes to comics uh crisis on infinite earths uh for dc that was whenever i talk about when i crossover events this is probably the first thing that comes to mind uh this was this was in 1985 um and it basically caleb and 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 jacob correct me if i'm wrong and emma as well they created this event because they had basically too many books and too many storylines and they couldn't really everybody was getting confused so they created this the, this event to kind of bring it all back down to, to to a starting point and then start over from start over from there right yeah i mean it's pretty close it's less it's too many titles but it's more too many timelines mm-hmm. so Secret Wars, yeah, or it's not secret, not Secret Wars. Crisis on Infinite Earths. DC loves their crises. Yes. They do one every like so often. This was the first like big one where they had an issue where comics were too complicated for people. You know, there have been so many iterations of Superman and so many iterations of Batman, and over time, those different iterations became different universes. So like, there's the main Earth, and there's like Earth Two, and all these different Earths, and there's so many different universes that they decided to have an event. They basically just destroyed all of them. Like they got rid of all of the extra timelines, and they just kept the single. Like, hey, this is this is your Justice League. This is like the true universe, basically. And that's kind of where they went from there. And of course, after that point, it started to get more complicated. But it tried to stay away from how complex it was before. Like they they basically set a cap on themselves. Like, hey, we can't have a thousand different versions of Superman. We got to have like at least we got to have like tops like five to six versions of superman and you're really only gonna see one mm-hmm. ever like the other two might show up like once a year but that was kind of that's like the long and short of it but it's it's honestly it's like a seminal work of like comic book writing like it's it's he, like the the scope and the impact of crisis on infinite infinite earths is enormous to, to put into kind of star wars terms it's kind of like if they canonized what 
what Disney did when they acquired the uh, the EU and kind of like condensed everything down to a nice new market package. Example. Yeah. Yeah. Only yeah. they did it yeah, in it, universe, yeah. not you know in in corporation backrooms. They they yeah they yeah. explained it away in a passable <laughs> way, I guess. Um, yeah, it's center point station blows up, destroying <laughs> all of the Star Wars timeline, and what is left is canon. It rips a hole in the universe, and and. and Multiple versions of Corellia are all of a sudden uh, sucked in and, and created, and, and that, that that's how crazy comic books were. Um, Suddenly, all of the textbooks <laughs> have these legends banners across them as your history has been rewritten. And suddenly, I, somehow, I do know that, back. that. Yeah, right. That's why he's back. <laughs> um, I do know that that they're usually known for something big happening. Um, if you, Jacob, if you want to pull up those covers again, real quick. Um, yes. The the crisis on the namely, I'm talking about the crisis on uh, cover there with Superman um, holding uh, Supergirl. Um, that is something that 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 I again I've never read this, but I know about this happening. This is this is the death of Supergirl. Um, now, obviously, it's 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 comics, so not mm. everybody stays dead. And and when there are multiple Earths and multiple universes, just because one dies, that doesn't mean there's there's more 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 still. Um, alive and well but i that is what i remember from from crossover events um jared mays is in the chat with just another amazing amazing piece of of factoid for us uh apparently in secret wars the 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 seminal event of that of that crossover (laughs) is apparently spider-man teaches galactus how to poop so (laughs) that is uh, again Jared is is just uh, I am blown away with your, your with your comic knowledge, Jared. A fount uh, I, of endless we, wisdom. We 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 bow to you and your your endless endless uh, knowledge of 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 comics and and entertainment mediums. It's, that is amazing. You know, as someone who has literally never picked up a Marvel or DC comic outside of Star Wars, uh, this sounds confusing. Just honestly, it just does. Like there's. Like a thousand Earths, like what the heck? Yikes! <laughs> well, luckily there's only one. There's only one Naboo in Star Wars. <laughs> Thank goodness. So, <laughs> let's just start, Zero, start there. Aww, don't don't don't. Oh <laughs> wow, that's that's yeah. So on that a great segue. Um, we could talk about 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 non Star Wars uh, crossover events forever. They're they're great. They're they're, they're tons of of uh, of interesting uh events and 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 moments um but let's bring it back in let's bring it back in to to the, our our universe um there have been two noteworthy uh, events in in the star wars canon uh one of them being vader down um which ran from november 2015 through january 2016 um, that consisted of the Vader Down one-shot, Darth Vader 13, Star Wars 13, Darth Vader 14, Star Wars 14, and Darth Vader 15. Uh, those were written by Jason Aaron and Kieran Gillen. Uh, the art was by Mike uh, Diodato and Salvador La Roca. Um, and these were, I, I actually have not read this. The only thing that I, I have is, is uh, I would say before we, before we talk about it, I, I wanted to show off uh, my, the only Vader Down thing that i have which is a jackson uh cover there that is that is darth vader fighting off again fighting jackson uh on the cover in in what looks like uh cloud city 
Um, but I had not had not actually read these. Um, Emma, I believe you said that you have you did read both of these, correct? That's correct. Yes. So yeah. what is for for Vader down? We'll start with Vader down. What is what happens here? Uh, because that's that it's an interesting t- it's an interesting title. Um, so what what exactly is 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 Vader doing in in this arc? Yeah. So essentially, Darth Vader is facing down the Rebel Alliance. He's he's still on his search for Luke Skywalker. That continues. Um, and very quickly, I believe in the first issue of Vader Down, we get the very famous quote that everybody loves. When, and I, and I, of course, I don't remember it exactly, but he says something like, uh, all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. Uh, uh, I scrambled yes, again. This, yep. this, uh, this panel <laughs> right job. here, everybody's aiming at him. Everybody's still alive. But Darth Vader's like, nah, I'm surrounded by fear and dead men. And uh, it was instantly iconic. Uh, you love to see it. Those poor guys. That's all I got to say. Um so yeah, uh, Vader is still uh, looking for Luke, and the reason uh, this is this takes place I forgot to mention uh, on the planet Vrogus Voss, um, and the reason he is there is because Doctor Afra got some intel for him, um, and for the first little bit, Afra is sort of uh, you know the eye in the sky, kind of uh, keeping watch. Uh, so Vader uh, crash lands on Vrogus Voss because Luke Skywalker. Uh, and his X-wing just just totally like uh, uh, rams him in space, which causes them both to crash. So Luke and Vader are both crashed. And the reason it's called Vader Down uh, is because uh, the the Rebel uh, sort of intelligence they announce uh, Vader Down. I repeat, Vader Down. Um, and they're all really excited. You know, as you can imagine, you know, they have the chance to kill Darth Vader. Um, of course, they don't, but you know, they have the chance. Um, so basically, Vader's being hunted by the Rebel Alliance, while Vader is also hunting Luke. But also, Doctor Afra is hunting Luke as well because she's really worried that uh, Darth Vader is going to think that she just threw him right into a trap. So she des- decides to take things into his own hands. Um, it ends with uh, a bunch of, you know, every- all the characters come together basically. Uh, Doctor mm-hmm. Afra, Triple Zero, BT One. Um, by the way, Dr. Afra is very clever in figuring out how to capture Luke Skywalker. She has him for a moment, but uh, obviously she doesn't end up with him. Uh, and the clever way that she did this was she spray painted triple zero gold, therefore creating C-3PO. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> Which was uh, hilarious and awesome. And you know, BT-1 and um, R2-D2 fight each other. It's really cool. Um, Black Chrysanthemum and Chewbacca fight each other. Uh, Han Solo and Dr. Avra have a great banter uh, with each other as well. And um, Well, how else are they going to fight? I mean, exactly. I, if I want to see those two fight, I want to see a war of words. I mean, yes. let's be real. For sure. I mean, oh. those two those two can banter like nobody else. Of course you want to see them banter with each other. They um, get the barbs out, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, it ends with uh, uh, everybody but Afra going on their merry way. Afra is, is, is knocked out cold. By Princess Leia, it's iconic, and um, that is another scene of uh, a center, another scene of uh, Leia punching out a, a dude, which I think we've all appreciate a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. There's a lot of in the comics. Uh, there's just a lot of Leia punching people, and I I really appreciate it. I, I think <laughs> we needed more of that in the movies. I mean, come exactly. On, let's be, yeah, let, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love Vader down because there's just a lot of really good moments. Like yeah. I said, Vader just comes in and just like, it's hard to find a character who's better represented and better like 
um, shown off than Vader in the comics. Like, he is just a destruction ball. And, you know, he's like, like, he literally says, you can send plant, you can exterminate planets sending people against me. It won't work. Just so many great yeah. lines there. And then, but it's cut by the uh, levity and, and, you know, humor of seeing BT and, you know, Triple Zero and Afra, you know, having these, like, weird, you know, squawking fights with our main protagonists. So, you know, it's not all oppressive all the time. And it's a really good, um, like, it uses the medium really well of having everyone coming together and having a really great, uh, just, you know, drag down fight. Yeah, for sure. And and honestly, like having it take place, all of the issues on the same planet of Rogus Voss, when I had sort of skimmed through it again to remember, I was like, oh my gosh, this takes place all on the same planet. How boring is that? It's not boring. You know, they do such a great job of sort of mixing up uh, action with some dialogue and some more humorous moments and also some quieter moments. Um, I forgot to mention there's a Jedi temple on Brogus Voss. So we see Luke Skywalker kind of being contemplative. Um, and there's just, yeah, it, it's just a great balance of things. Jacob, yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on this before we, we, we move on to the Screaming Citadel. Yeah, it's it's just a little bit of a it's kind of crazy in that it's they're literally throwing everything in the kitchen sink at Darth Vader, and he's like, I I don't care. Like that 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 panel we showed you earlier, where he's like, I'm surrounded by fear and dead men. In case you haven't read it, the way he kills everyone is by pulling the pins on everyone's grenade around oh, geez, him and awesome. then blowing them all up. Yeah, it's just like I don't know what you can do there. Like they're sending, they're like, oh yeah, that's fine. We'll send like Y wings to bomb him, and he like rigs up the the cannons out of his tie fighter and shoots oh, yeah. them all down like it's just so metal like <laughs> he's just like i don't care what i'm going to send it what you're going to send it me i'm going to take it down and i'm going to get luke and that's all i care about it's just like a man on a mission exactly like i think the better line is not just like i'm surrounded by fear and death men but in the next like issue it, sh- it starts with um yo vader you're surrounded freeze yo uh surrender and he uh, says very well throw down your weapons and i won't kill you yeah that, that, <laughs> there's just so many of those like uh almost funnily like messed up moments by the rebellion like you're gonna tell darth vader to freeze and you think you're gonna he's gonna listen to you like really and then he, like, he, you don't have a name named soldier number 47 <laughs> right have you not seen the hallway scene i mean come on that's you're not you're not that's not happening Right, right. Yeah. No, a lot of great Vader in here. Um, I think, you know, he kind of stole the show with all of his badassery. I mean, as much as, as Vader is horrible and scary, um, I if I was ever marooned on a planet uh, in Star Wars myself, I would love to be marooned with Darth Vader because he's resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long you'd last, uh, yeah, but uh, that that's definitely somebody that you'd be able to... to uh, to definitely be feel a little bit more comfortable that you're that at least one of you is going to survive this. It's true. Like I said you would let la- la- you like everyone else would last until the first failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all have convinced me. Uh, I I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sure that uh, when I head to my, my comic store this week, if, if they have they've had the Vader down um, trade paperback, mm. uh, but 
in the beginnings or around my the other trade paperbacks, it's always like the third book in that run. It, it's usually the Star Wars. Uh, there's usually Star Wars trade paperback one, Star Wars trade paperback two, and then Vader down. So I've usually been avoiding it because I haven't read the first two trade paperbacks. But you guys have have uh, have convinced me. Um, so outside of that, we have the the other. Um, crossover event and that is the screaming citadel that ran uh from may 2017 uh through june 2017 uh and that ha- included the screaming citadel one shot uh star wars 31 and 32 and afro 7 and 8 um a, a but also written by jason aaron and karen gillian uh and this time the art was by marco chichito uh, salvador la roca and uh andres uh uh, Brocardo, excuse me for for butchering those names. Um, again, have not read this. I, I've been trying to make sure I, I've been reading leading into it. I didn't want to just uh, jump into those books. But uh, Jacob, what 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 are your thoughts on on the Screaming Citadel? So, it is something. <laughs> it is it's a very crazy kind of off the walls story. It's kind of bringing that Afra in energy to the Star Wars mainline in a way. Basically, the premise is that or the premise is that Luke needs someone to like help him with his like he's kind of like constantly with the comic books trying to find out more of how to be a Jedi. So he looks for someone who can help him with that. So Afra comes to him and tells him, "Hey, there's this queen on this planet that can basically she has like one night a year." Where if you come to her and give her something cool, she will in turn give you whatever you want. Uh, so, what they the cool thing they show her is Luke, the last living Jedi, and in turn she's like, "Oh yeah, I will give you whatever you want." But actually, no, just kidding. Uh, I'm basically kind of a Star Wars vampire, <laughs> and I'm going to suck the life force out of everyone around you. Well, that's it's a so good turn. Weird. It's yeah, it's so great. The Amber, yeah, the the Aberson Amberson symbiotes from Doctor Aphra Volume One. That that's what's here. That is what's on this oh, planet, nice. creating all this. So they coming back there. Yeah, she, like this queen is powered by them, and she'll give them to people so she can control them like some sort of hive mind. So like Han gets one, and like it gives them like obviously like super strength or whatever. Because why not? <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it's so crazy. They she tries to suck the life force out of Luke to like power herself up. It's it is it is Star Wars. That's yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I think everyone should read it once. But it is a little. It's a little campy, a little crazy, very comic booky. Yeah, Emma, the look on your face right now is like yeah. What 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 are your thoughts? So I reread this today in preparation for the show because I couldn't remember much of it. And then I remembered why I couldn't remember much of it. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a good story, I guess. It, it's like, it just, it, it is. It, it's very niche um, for a certain type of people. I, I don't like these types of stories where like, um, you know, you've got some uh, a parasitic bugs that go into your head. I'm not a huge fan of that. Uh, you know, vampire lady who quote unquote likes the taste of Jedi. Uh, uh, it's a little interesting. I like the continuation <laughs> with uh, with the rare crystal though. Um, the flashback to our Doctor Afra Volume One roundtable um, because that's that's Afra's whole goal. That's that's her role in this is to get the rare crystal activated. 
um, which is interesting. Um, it doesn't show that Rur has a different personality than he did in the flashbacks, which um, isn't surprising to anyone. Um, Luke was very disappointed, to say the least, in Rur's ability to sort of be his coach. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, it was... Um, it was weird, like, you know, Triple Zero uses, like, a saw type of thing to cut open, like, Black Chrysanthemum's head so that one of the symbiotes can attach to his brain. It was, and he loved it. You know, Triple Zero loved it. This is an interesting story, and and I yeah. use that word loosely. Yeah. I I really love it. I Like, compared <laughs> to, between that one and Vader Down, Vader Down is a lot more of a straightforward yeah. story, but I just love, I really do love uh, screaming citadel if only because of how wild and off the wall it is like the first issue will alone is great because it pairs luke with dr afra and you get mm. to see them like merging together and working and they have some really great banter you know luke gets dressed up t- and to the nines and gets like prayed around by afra there's some really nice you know back and forth it's you know there's a lot of really good um you know moments in there yes it's campy as hell but like i love it when a you know art you know like a comic book sets up the villain and like all the lieutenants and then like issue by issue you see the lieutenants getting like killed off or destroyed and that calf builds up to the final confrontation that was good calf left on a cliffhanger that i don't think will ever be touched again but i think that's okay yeah i like the point you bring up there um with seeing luke with dr afra because it is like so typical of Luke to trust Dr. Afro with everything that, that he has. Like she says that, that, that she can bring him a, a law, you know, a sort of like Jedi personality Jedi. in this crystal. Is it a quote unquote Jedi? Yeah. Uh, and he trusts her implicitly. And she even tells, tells Leia, like she's not evil. She's my friend. And he was changing his tune by the end of this series. Like nobody's business. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I think well, the craziest thing about the series is when I read it, like out of like you know, I read it you know several years after it came out. I'm like, oh, clearly this was some sort of like Halloween event. I'm sure like a lot of this came out around October. Uh, no, it did not. <laughs> it came out between no. May and June, which just like blows my mind. I was like, oh, okay, it's an interesting time to write this story, but yeah, sure, cool. Well, Bounty Hunters is going to be the War of the Bounty Hunters is going to be coming out in October, so. Um, <laughs> Well, let, let, let's let's transition into the main reason that we're all here tonight, uh, and and why you are all listening to us and 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 joining us is, and that's because we are actually as a Star Wars community getting a real crossover event. Let Jacob's got the, he's going to put up the 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 list. These are all the books that are going to be part of this crossover, and I counted them, thirty two books. So. Screaming Citadel was six. I think six, yeah. Same with Vader. Vader Down was six. That's not even half of what we're getting in this in 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 this event. Uh, I, I mean, if if that isn't doesn't excite you, I don't I, I I don't know what in comic books is going to excite you because this is going to be just ginormous and it's going to have a ton. of of tie-ins with characters that 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 we all uh, as, as Star Wars fans know and love. Yeah, I can't wait. Absolutely. When when I saw this list at the end of the Alpha, um, 
I just got so excited. Like, it's going to be a, a wild summer for Star Wars comics. And I love seeing that there's some one shots thrown in there. Um, I think there was like Job of the Hutt and like, uh, I can't remember the other ones now. Forlom, Zuckus, uh, I think like IG-88 might get one. Yeah, that sounds I appreciate you, you You called him Forlom. The <laughs> Bounty Hunter, the, uh, Bounty Hunter's book is trying to, to make the 4LOM uh, name uh, relevant, <laughs> but I'm just, we're not having that. Uh, it's it's no. Forlom. So I appreciate you uh, saying that. Yes. Oh, also, uh, Bausch apparently is getting oh, one, awesome. so I guess we'll probably find out how Leia gets his armor. Yeah, I, I think we, I'm pretty sure that we saw that in Forces of Destiny, so I'll be interested to see if it's the same or or, or a little bit different. Um, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a long time since I've seen Forces of Destiny, but I'm pretty sure in that, uh, Maz Kanata gives it to her, I think. I'm Yeah, I think that's right. Um, oh, yeah. it's an air crossover. And the other big thing is, this is all being kind of helmed and pinned uh, you know story-wise by charles soul you know the mm. golden boy of the uh star wars comics and writing right now he has done he's he's not doing anything work. right now <laughs> no <laughs> i guess this uh, this probably explains why we haven't seen him with any more like high republic yeah. stuff like he wrote light of the jedi and like that like so far i know he's said he's going to do more but Everyone else is on the new projects in Phase 2. Kevin's got a mountain of High Republic work himself. You'd think Charles Soule would get some, but I'm sure he is plenty busy with War of the Bounty Hunters. That is so many comic books to, like, not only the ones he's writing, but he's also trying to oversee the story for the tie-ins. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I can just tell from this list it's going to be, like, quite the epic story, and, and I'm I'm glad that we have someone like Charles who is so experienced with Star Wars comics uh, kind of heading heading this uh, this project. And with all these books, you're you're going there, there's there are many different ways that that you're going to be able to read this and 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 consume this, um, and and it all kind of depends on on your speed and on and, and when you want to read this. If you want to get caught, if you want to be in the know, if you want to join us in in the the, the comics Discord uh, channel, uh, we encourage you to 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 read these single issues, um, but. We also know that that's not necessarily something that 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 everybody can do. So there are a couple of different ways that you can that you can read these. Uh, Emma, why don't you kind of review some of the different ways that you we will be able to enjoy this uh, for the next six months? Yeah. So I think one of the the most cost effective ways, uh, but also the longest waiting wise way to do this is to wait for the omnibus, which will probably take. Uh, a couple years maybe uh so 2023 <laughs> yeah so i i, I would I, I would guess early 2022 yeah probably. so i you know that's definitely like the, the 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 longest waiting one that that you would have to do um so if you don't want to wait that long which i don't blame you uh you're not going to want to wait i'm sure um you can wait for marvel unlimited which is on a three-month delay um, as well as uh, Comixology Unlimited. Um, so you can wait three months for each issue uh, to come out. Uh, another way you can do this is to buy only the Alpha and the miniseries. Um, so this doesn't include stories uh, from the other series, uh, Star Wars, uh, Dr. Aphra, Darth Vader, and uh, uh, Bounty Hunters. Um or you could buy the Alpha, the miniseries, and whatever else you're currently reading. Uh, you know, keep your pulls if, if you have a pull of Star Wars or Dr. Aphra, whatever it may be. Um, you can also buy the War of the Bounty Hunter stuff. 
Um, or if you're like me and you want to be caught up on literally everything as soon as possible and join in on the discussion, you can buy it all. Buy it at your local comic book shop. Buy it on uh, uh, Comixology. You can subscribe to all the series. Um, and yeah, join in all the fun right when it happens. Yeah, I think it's important to note that our reading methods are somewhat speculative just based on how comic yeah. book events traditionally right. work. This is how it probably is going to happen. So, like, treat the alpha as issue zero, and then the miniseries is one through six, I believe. You can read that and get the central story. Correct. When you add the tie, too. when you add the ongoing tie-ins, that's usually going to be, you know, for Star Wars, that's following the Star Wars main crew and how they relate to the central story of the miniseries. And then you also have like the other one shots like the Jabba, the IG-88. Those are going to be seen how they tie in with the main series. So, you know, you can read it however you want. I think for those who like, you know, let's say I just read Afra and I just want to read Afra's issues. You might find it a little confusing if you don't know what's going on in, in the main story, but you'll probably be okay. I just, one thing to note is how much how many issues it is and how expensive it is so i i brought some examples from my own collection this is like a normal like comic book event this is civil war 2 just like the main series of it it's you know like 10 issues this is a full comic book event <laughs> this is what a full comic book summer event looks like this is dc dark metal every single time it is a stupid amount of comic books and like i say that as a collector it's a lot if you if you're going in saying i'm gonna buy every single issue i just like keep in mind what that's gonna mean like we have the checklist if you want to you can go find out how much it's gonna cost you and uh yeah just know that going in because you don't want to be buying everything up through like two months in and realize hey i can't keep doing this and then just have to peter off from there so if if you're not prepared interested, if you're not interested in war of the bounty hunters and you're looking to go pick up vader number 12 the story that was in vader 11 is not going to be picked up in vader 12 it, it's it, it will be somewhat different the flip side of that though is if you're only interested in war of the bounty hunter and you pick up the alpha, and you pick up just the miniseries, you're going to be able to get a full story. It's going to be just like the trade paperbacks. Now, there might be a situation where, the, you know, Luke, Leia and Luke are on Corellia, and they run into Afra, and Afra says, oh, well, I was just on Coruscant doing XYZ. There will be a little... there In... in, in, in DC and Marvel uh, examples, there's usually a little a little blurb in that panel that says like as told in Afra number eleven. So that story will be completely independent, and it will be told in those other books. And it's not entire. And, and again, this is all speculation, but but based off of previous crossover events, you're still going to get a full story if you're just interested in War of the Bounty Hunter. But if you want to get all the side quests and all of the uh, the other things that are going along with it, that's when we're saying pick up all those other books and 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 you know get a giant mound of uh, of books just like Jacob has and and maybe ask your 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 comic your local comic store for for either a short box or or, or maybe even a long box because you're probably gonna need it by the end by, by the time this is over. Very well said. Yeah, it's if you you know it's a lot of fun. Yeah, if you just want to see where the bounty hunters, that's fine. You can wait. 
just read the miniseries. Basically, the miniseries is probably just going to follow the, the literal slab that is Han Solo and Boba Fett. And then everything else is just how all the other characters interact with the event. So uh, it's it can seem confusing. It can seem daunting. This is a lot of comic books, and I understand that. But, you know, it's hopefully, uh, you know, you, you after watching this episode or listening to this episode, you have a bit of a better idea. Or, or maybe we just confused you more. I'm sorry <laughs> if that's the case. But, you know. So, so We're for just here to enjoy comic books. for our audio listeners, I just want to want to want to kind of kind of go over in depth. We've got one, two, three. Four, we've got five books in May, five books in June. Looks like it looks like five books. If if I'm if I'm counting that, I, uh, I, I can't. Six in July. Six in July. S- six in August. Six in September, and six in October. That's the, so. There you go. So so you've got five to six books every month starting today start you know with with with, with the alpha running through october um so there's there's it's it's, it's going to be fun we're going to be here we're going to be discussing it uh as as best we can we're going to do our best to to make sure we 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 don't bring up any spoilers uh but but at the same time really talk about it because uh it's gonna be a lot of fun and and to, to have all of you listening to listening along with us uh, and and participating in the chat, we, we we hope you guys will will read along with us and 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 you know we'll we'll do some fun things. Um, but if you are also new and you're excited about this, but you haven't quite gotten caught up on all of the current titles, um, that is what we're going to do here. Right before we sign off, we're going to give you a very non-spoilery, very one to two minute uh, summarization of what each of the uh, is going on in each of the books. Uh, and Caleb, uh, why don't you kick it off with the Star Wars mainline? What is going on with all of our favorite uh, mainline characters? Absolutely. Kind of a 10,000 meter blurb view here. The rebel fleet after the Battle of Hoth is badly scattered. Uh, they're unable to communicate safely with one another, so they're trying to find uh, the best way to do it and being hounded by uh, an Imperial commander Zahara who's essentially uh, Tarkin 2.0 so while they're trying to do that the uh, Leia has constructed a little squadron called Starlight Squadron to uh, try to find out uh, you know what exactly is going on there and there's a lot of drama and tension there you know just being pinned by Charles Soule of course he's having a tie into his previous uh, work here with the uh, High Republic and then Lando himself is feeling pressured like he He's in with the rebellion, but he doesn't. He's not all in. He feels like he's being too uh, forward with them. He feels like he's not in a safe position with the rebellion, so he's uh, angling to find himself the best hand, essentially. So, you know, that's exact. That's a rough idea of what's going on. So, uh, just a lot of turmoil and uh, tumultuousness there, as Leia is still uh, very much reeling of the loss of Han. Uh, Emma, you've been uh, you've been keeping up with uh, Doctor Afro. Can you give us a summary of that? Yeah, so just a, a very sort of a brief look at what's been going on in Doctor Afra. Um, so since this series rebooted uh, from the 2016 series, um, afra has been back to her usual self. You know, she's uh, doing jobs across the galaxy and you know finding artifacts uh, that only she seems to be able to. Uh, pull off doing the, these jobs. Um, since the Battle of, of Hoth, uh, she's found herself targeted by the Tag family, who 
um, are, are very rich family looking for uh, artifacts and have artifacts of their own. And interestingly enough, their sort of uh, home base, so to speak, is um, uh, on Canto Bight, um, which is very cool. Uh, she finds herself with a bounty on her head, um, and she has to outwit everybody who's after her. As you can imagine, her bounty is very large uh, because she's crossed a lot of people in her path, uh, including Sonastaros. Uh, as of recently, they've kind of been trying to work together a little bit, um, trying to uh, find some High Republic tech, which is an interesting tie-in to the High Republic as well. Um, so that's what's been happening in Dr. Afra. Um, Jacob, how about what, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what's been happening in Darth Vader? Yeah, so Vader has, you know, come every, well, even though the Empire wins in, uh, the Empire Strikes Back, Vader has the failure of not being able to secure Luke Skywalker and letting him get away. Uh, so the Emperor is definitely not pleased with him. He goes on a, a bit of his, a personal mission right at the beginning, uh, looking after his history, who let Luke become who he is today, uh, and you know, trying to figure out you know what happened to basically what happened to Padme and what happened to his children. You know, well, as he only knows now, just his child after Mustafar, uh, and then after that, he is <laughs> summarily wrecked by the Emperor uh, for being weak and letting his emotions get the best of him. And has to kind of relearn through like through a trial by fire. Uh, he discovers uh, he fights with Ochi a Bastoon from uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and he discovers the Sith Eternal plot on Exegol. And that is it relates nothing to what we're doing with the uh, War of the Bounty Hunters. I have no idea how we're going <laughs> to transition to that. It's been crazy, uh, but that's what's been happening with Darth Vader so far. All right, and the last the last book that is included in the War of the Bounty Hunter crossover event uh, is Bounty Hunters, uh, and, and after promising to look after a young Kadila, that's how that's that's uh, how I'm pronouncing it. Um, Valance kind of promised a a someone from his past that he'd look after her, and because she's a person of interest for two very powerful crime syndicates, and they both uh, want very much to 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 grab her and and. Uh, so Valance has has agreed to to ensure that that doesn't happen, which of course be, creates uh, finds himself with the target uh, of a very lucrative bounty on his head, uh, and, and that attracts all the bounty hunters that we have come to to know, uh, including the likes of Zuckus and Forlom. They 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 run into him first. Um, he uses a little bit of wit uh, and, and and eludes them for for a bit um, and, and then finds a, another person from his past um, and, and who he actually owes a favor to and uh, that leads him on a mission to save the crew of a disabled rebel transport um, that is uh, as you would expect not all it, it appears to be uh, and eventually he runs into Dengar and the Onaka pirates. Uh, and that little uh, meetup allows Dengar to kind of spill the beans to to Valance about what Boba Fett's been doing uh, and who exactly he he's carrying his cargo, uh, and that would be one Han Solo. And that kind of 
definitely piques Valance's interest, and and they make a decision to, and he makes a decision to uh, that he's gonna he's gonna track down Boba, and, and he's gonna he's gonna take Han Solo off, try, attempt to take Han Solo off of his hands, uh, and that leads into the event War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, I want to go around the room, give one final closing thought on any of the stories that, uh, any of the, 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 the lines that we're talking about, and then uh, War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, so, Caleb, I'm going to start with you. Good, uh, because I've definitely organized my thoughts onto all this stuff that's running around. <laughs> I'm excited. I think War of the Bounty Hunters has a, has a real shot at being one of the best parts of Star Wars comics to date. Uh, I love all that the mainline stories are doing and kind of interweaving. Charles Soule has long established that he's great at uh, introducing smaller little elements and then bringing them back in later. So I'm really excited that he has this massive overarching plot to see how it all comes together. This is going to be good. I'm really, really jazzed to see just where this will all come through and what this will do. So no, War of the Bounty Hunters is going to be really, really good. Emma, what are uh, what what are your closing thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for for War of the Bounty Hunters. I think for me, Bounty Hunters the the series has been kind of one of the more underwhelming series for me. But I'm hoping that War of the Bounty Hunters will change that because I think out of out of every uh, series that's going on right now, I think Bounty Hunters is probably going to be one of the more integral. Uh, to the War of the Bounty Hunters. So I'm looking forward to that, maybe seeing it through a new lens. Um, and if you haven't, I just I highly recommend catching up on on these these lines if you haven't been keeping up or um, check out a summary on, on Wikipedia or something like that. I think I think they're going to be important um, to War of the Bounty Hunters and will just uh, enhance your understanding and enjoyment uh, of the crossover. And seriously, I, I'm really looking forward um to this this crossover as a whole when it was first announced i was you know kind of like oh bounty hunters you know eh. but um <laughs> but i'm really really stoked now especially after reading the alpha it totally sold me um when i read it and um yeah 10 out of 10 looking forward to it jacob what are your final thoughts yeah, I'm uh uh you know, yeah, I'm excited. It's so cool to see Star Wars finally take this leap into this big comic book event cuz yeah, like like we talked about, we really haven't seen anything like this before. You know, it's similar to the High Republic. We'd never seen a multimedia uh publishing effort like that in Star Wars. We've never seen all these books and all these comics and all these short stories tied together like that. And we've never seen a giant comic book event tie together like that. And with someone behind the helm like Charles Soul, I'm super excited. I think this is, yeah, even if Bounty Hunters hasn't wowed us so far, I definitely think this can be an incredibly interesting uh, storyline. And, I mean, we've all read the Alpha. The Alpha's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So if, the, if, the rest, if that's any indicator on how the rest of the series is going to go, I'm super excited. Yeah, um, for me, I, I I'm also excited because, like I said when we were talking about the earlier uh, the non Star Wars crossover events, um, there's usually a really big thing that happens. There there's there's a usually a a really long lasting momentous event, um, and I'm in I'm I'm in, I'm hopeful that we get that, and and I'm especially hopeful that we get that even though this is a story that is in between stories that we already know. I, I, I mean, so we know how, 
you know that Boba Fett eventually delivers Han Solo to to Jabba. Um, we know that Han Solo eventually gets. We, you know, we know all of that, but Star Wars does such an amazing job. We took three movies forty years ago, and we have created an entire world that tells stories before, after, in the middle of it, and and I. More often than not, those those have been done outstanding, and I'm looking forward to another sort of opportunity for 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 Charles Soule to kind of leave his mark and really tell a really really amazing story. Um, the, even though we already know the end the end to it, so that's that that's what I'm what I'm excited about. Um, so that's is uh, War of the Bounty Hunters comes starts uh, starts coming out next week. So. Uh, Jacob, do we have any final? I think we've got one more piece of of news that we want to share uh, before we call it a night. We do, we do. We have an announcement for the show. We, you know, we had a great roundtable uh, a couple weeks ago with Doctor Afra, so we figured why not do it again. Uh, so in a couple weeks, we'll be covering Star Wars twenty twenty volume two, Operation Starlight. So that'll be. We'll be talking about that the 26th, uh, yeah, the 26th of May. So you got three weeks to read this. All but I, th- I believe, uh, starting today, all but one issue should be available on Marvel Unlimited uh, and or Comics Unlimited or Comicsology Unlimited. Uh, but you can also pick it up in trade paperback form. You can get the single issues, whatever you know, whatever floats your boat. I will. Uh, I don't have it in the description now, but I will throw it in the Cosmic Force Discord channel after the show tonight. If you want to pick up uh, the trade paperback from Amazon or something like that, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. This is our first post Empire Strikes Back roundtable. It's you know it would have been great to start with Volume One, but if we start with Volume One for everything, we will never. We'll, we'll be far behind forever. So. We're going to have, you know, we can't cover, it's, you know, we're not the living force. We cannot cover everything. Um, so, but we, hey, we'd be doing nothing but round tables every single week. And, and, <laughs> yeah. while, so, and while like, some right. of you might say, hey, well, that's, that's not a problem. Uh, we kind of do want to talk about some other things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And as much as I, I like reading comic books, I don't like to be forced to be reading certain comic books constantly, mm-hmm. uh, nonstop. So, uh, you know, I read, I'll read what I like and, uh, you know, for this week and the next couple weeks it's gonna be star wars 2020 volume two so yeah well can't wait to talk about it with you guys looking forward I to it wait to talk- yeah the, the the main line is is something that i'm really excited about and i'm excited for for all of you to read it too and and join us um when we talk about that on the round table but for tonight that is going to do it uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and tune in right here on youtube.com slash utini every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock to hear us live and join in on the chat uh, if you like what you hear please leave us a review on iTunes that way uh, it will help new listeners find the show we always appreciate the uh, the, the, the compliments and uh, it just helps you be a better person to, 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 to compliment somebody else um, Hard to compliment somebody every day, and maybe one day this week, maybe it's maybe it's us. Uh, be sure to visit utd.com for reviews, articles, and news for the entire expanded universe. Uh, we also encourage you to enjoy to join our Utini Discord community by going to utini.com/discord. If you'd like to support the show, uh, you can go to patreon.com/utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just five dollars a month. A special thank you to Cherubel, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their continued amazing support. 
thank you very much. You can tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show or at each of us individually. I'm at Ty Rags. Emma's at Irma J. Irma Jedi 26. Caleb is at Caleb Laminick, and Jacob is at Jacob Bosch. Thank you again to my co-hosts, Emma, Caleb, and Jacob for hosting with me tonight. Thank you to all of you uh, in the chat tonight uh, on, on YouTube. Thank you to all of you who have uh, downloaded and listened to us in the future. Uh, we really do appreciate all of your support. Uh, we look forward to talking War of the Bounty Hunters uh, in the future, but until then, may the Force be with you. 